0: which is mindset and spiritual coaching for women runners who know that they're ready to shift away from the shoulds and oughts in their running routine and replace them with want and desire to live a happier and more balanced life. Are you ready? Let's go! Hi friends, runners, maybe you're dreaming about becoming a runner. Maybe you ask yourself if you're really a runner. Either way, welcome to episode 25. Today's episode is another interview with a fellow runner and a podcast listener. Beth is a runner in my running community, Train for a Half Marathon on Facebook, but she's not one of my private clients. What drew me to Beth was her posts that she shares in our running community. They're incredibly genuine and raw. And speak to how Beth uses running as a vehicle to draw more out of herself. I want to share two of her posts that really spoke to me. And I just appreciate how she's willing to be this real and vulnerable with everybody in our running community. They're inspiring. And I know they help others who read them. Knowing that whatever their running story is that day, it's perfect. And to not hide it. Here's post number one. Yesterday, I noticed how unkind I was being toward myself during and after my run. I posted about it and Steen and was able to share some really great info with me. Knowing how quick I am to judge myself, I decided to come up with some ready-made affirmations to recite during my next run, which happened to be this morning. Here are my newer, more supportive thoughts. You have all that you need for this present moment. Speeding up and slowing down about both perfectly acceptable options. I'm proud of the work you're putting into something you love. You're doing a great job taking care of yourself. Yes, you can. I used these this morning while I intentionally ran my fastest 10K. Post number two, I left work today reeling. I thought my frustration was about to fuel this impressively long run. It did not. So after a couple miles of running, so frantically I was struggling to breathe, I stopped. There is no judgment here. I told myself as I found my breath. I'm steady. I'm calm. I'm present. I'm at peace. Then I restarted my watch and restarted my run. This time, I stayed focused on my breath and the beautiful things surrounding me. Probably looked silly to others on the greenway as I jogged in place taking photos, but I'm okay with that. By the end, I had not run fast and I had not run long, but I loved myself well. End of post. What did I tell you, runner friend? They're good, right? I love Beth's self-compassion so much. In the midst of training and stats and looking at others' posts, it becomes a numbers game. And we forget to have compassion for ourselves, not Beth, which is what I really admire. I asked Beth what problems the podcast has solved for her and she told me, it's helped me quit doubting myself during my runs and to be kind to myself in the midst of challenges. As I've learned how to tune into my thoughts and opt for supportive ones. I've seen my performance and confidence increase. I just have to tell you, runner friend, I had no idea that my podcast would impact fellow runners this way, and I'm incredibly grateful for the impact that it has. Thank you, Beth, for sharing your thoughts and time with me. I'm excited to share it with you, my runner friend. Quick disclaimer before we get to the interview. I apologize in advance if the audio is low in some spots. I honestly... Forgot that we were doing an interview. It felt like a conversation with another fellow runner, a a friend that I've known for a while. Beth was so sweet. She humored me when I had her first log off and log back in, go find headphones, which didn't work, and then she had to log off and dial back in. She was very gracious about it. Thank you, Beth. All right, runner friend. Here it is. I hope you enjoy it. All right everybody, I am so excited to be here with Beth Alice. We're going to be doing an interview. She is a runner in my Facebook group and I reached out to Beth because she writes as you already heard in the intro. She writes some really amazing posts. I really connect with a lot of this, the things that Beth says. In her post about how running is about more than just clocking miles. And I hope that this is how you interpret it too, Beth, because I'm just kind of free talking here. <laughs> but it, really from her Absolutely. post, it's awesome because from her post, I just kind of get this sense that it's connecting her to herself through running. She's really connecting at a deeper level with herself. And that is what running is to me also. How does that resonate with you, Beth? Is that kind of accurate?
1: Yes, that is absolutely true. Running for me is therapeutic. It's really just about taking care of myself and doing something that allows me to release my stress and come back to myself and find my happy place. So So yeah, I'm a better person when I run and a happy person when I run.
0: (laughs) Nice. Nice. Well, so before we get going too much on this, let's have you introduce yourself to the
1: listeners, please. Okay, perfect. As you said, my name is Beth Ellis. I am a big fan of my runner's mind podcast. And then also I have really, really loved and enjoyed being part of your Facebook community, which I think is just called train for a half marathon. And I'm so (laughs) thankful that I found it. I just didn't fully know what I was getting into when I like I searched for, you know, um, running Facebook groups or whatever, probably for training for a half because I had made that decision. And so I really just thought it would be like a whole bunch of, which somewhat of it is, there's just kind of like accountability, like today I'm running this much or this is my plan for how, Mm -hmm. I don't know, a little bit more, I guess basic. I didn't, I didn't really know what all I was getting into, but it's been a lot more than I expected. So I've been thankful to be part of that community on Facebook.
0: Well that's very awesome. We'll have to have you share a little more about what you what do you mean about that? Absolutely.
1: Um, <laughs> Absolutely there's time. <laughs> so um just out of curiosity,
0: do you want to tell us a little more about yourself? What do you do for work
1: or uh, you know anything more
0: about yeah,
1: you? Yeah. To- sure. Yes. So I live in Clarksville, Tennessee. Um, nothing special about that. It's about an hour north of Nashville, which is where I work. And, um, I just recently accepted a new position at work. I am one of the managers for the nutrition department at one of our hospitals at Vanderbilt University Hospital. I have, I love nutrition. I've always loved that. I love exercise. I've always been drawn to that. I grew up, I grew up as a dancer. All of the, mind, body, all those things are very interesting to me. Things I enjoy. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. And see, what's so interesting, I want the listeners to know this is that I don't know you personally, obviously, you are in my Facebook group. And so for me, it's just as interesting also to get to know a little more about you, right? I didn't know you were a nutritionist. So that's very cool. Yeah. So tell us how long you've been a runner for and, and why you started running.
1: So you guys know she had messaged me these questions prior to this. So I knew this was coming (laughs) and I had to decide whether or not I was going to be fully honest on this one. It's a little odd, but I was I was having a gut-wrenching conversation with my ex and basically I started running out of craziness, out of escaping. Like I was getting some horrible information and I walked out the door of my house and I literally, I was... My body was so overwhelmed with what I was hearing and processing that I literally just started running mm-hmm. and then I just kept doing it as therapy and it's now been since about 2016. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah, it just this past year is when I decided I wanted to start training for a half and get m- more into like distance running, mm-hmm. but I've done it just sporadically as part of my workout here and there and just enjoying being outdoors and running right. and spending time with myself yep
0: yep and now you're switching a little bit of focus with the discipline that's required to get to the endurance that you want to get to with the half marathon Yep. you know with your yeah weekly training runs and whatnot very good so what are some yeah. of the highlights
1: in your running okay. what are some of the struggles that you've experienced I think the highlights are after I overcome the struggles. So Mm. my highlights are all those, since running is such a mental sport, it's like Mm. you really, you have to decide how you're going to take the next step and the next step and the next step, and then how you're going to do it the next day. And so for me, the highlights are in those moments where I'm coaching myself and I'm trusting in my ability and I'm redirecting my thoughts, my negativity, and I'm taking my Putting myself into a more mindful state, which is so much of what your podcast is about and what you like to talk about is just kind of being aware of where I'm at and my present circumstances and then making up a game plan for how I'm going to finish my dang run and tackle it and do the hard thing. So my highlights come after those coaching moments were with myself when I'm struggling mm. and I figure out how I'm going to continue. And I love that. And I feel great after I've done it.
0: So sometimes on my
1: so much, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) Sometimes, sometimes, and I'm a little crazy. I'm quite competitive with myself. So sometimes on my hardest days, I will like determine, you know, I'm really big on my mantras and everything intention setting, which is something you've taught me through the podcast so like sometimes just to really push myself and feel super proud at the end of the end of the run, if I'm struggling, I'll be like, you know what? Mentally, I feel like I can't do this. So now these, you know, these next few miles or whatever, we're we're getting the hills, like we're tackling the hills now because I know I can do this. This is just all in my head right now. And I got to get out of my head and get into my run and trust that I can do this. I'm just feeling a certain type of way right now. And feelings are great and they're fine and they're valid, but they're not always True, so yeah, like I said, the mindfulness part and the best part is when I coach myself through difficult things. I love that. I feel so proud when I'm done. Yeah, yeah.
0: no, (laughs) and you should. That is such an accomplishment and such a great skill to have, and have the awareness around it. Also, I'm so glad that that that's what running does for you. Have you found that you can transfer that to other areas of your life? Because that's some of the things I love when we can see carryover. You know, because how we do one thing is really how we can do all things.
1: Yes. Absolutely. Mm. So, I feel like I have a quite demanding job. Mm. I am problem solving all day long. And so it's really easy for me to to get frazzled, to have anxiety and to get ahead of myself in my workplace. And so yeah, I find with those like this mindfulness practice of running and coaching myself through How to get through the next step and the next step and the next step. I absolutely apply that to like my work life as well. Just bring myself back to the present moment and Mm -hmm. game plan and kind of like, how do I take while I'm running? It's, I'm asking myself, how do I take the best care of myself right now? How do I get? done what I intended to get done for this run. And then like in a work environment, when I'm trying to coach myself through something, it's like coming back to the present, coming back to what's actually going on, and then making that game plan, I guess, which is what I do during running too. So
0: yeah. Ah. Ah, I like that so much.
1: That's so Thank cool. you. I do. I do too. It's really good. Like I said, running since the beginning for me has just always been super therapeutic. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: I've always had this interest in mindfulness. Like I enjoy meditation. I keep a gratitude journal. So to stumble upon your podcast and so much of what you're talking about, well, it's called a runner's mind. So obviously, <laughs> I was instantly connected to it. And I was like, Oh, yes, this is going to be for me. And it's just been really, really beneficial.
0: For sure.
1: Yep. Very practical. It comes in handy in other places besides out and running. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, that's so good. And, you know, as I was sitting here preparing also for the podcast, and I, I was reflecting on one of the reasons that, you know, I started the podcast also was that so often running is a tool for people to, you know, if I say to escape something, it's almost a tool to I saw it as running from something that was me that, you know, not just running, but really exercising for me was running or was exercising from, for instance, choices I'd made in the past. For me, it was body image, for instance, right, with things that I'd eaten or something I knew I wanted to do in the future. So it was all about really body control in a way. And it felt super disjointed the connection between body and mind right i was really feeling that the body was just kind of a tool to do something you know burn calories for instance right rather than this vehicle for personal development that that it can really truly become and so what i notice sometimes in the groups in the facebook group is so interesting how i wonder sometimes if well i know that running is used as a Buffer for a lot of people, kind of to numb feelings, which you described a little bit at the beginning, also that's how you started out right, and right. I just think it's so great when we can take it one step further and actually manage our mind and then experience the run at a whole different level, right? Taking it yeah, from absolutely. the run is't one is a tool to numb or to buffer feelings or you know running from something to actually get to the point that we can make friends with the mind and like you're talking about how you're self-coaching in the moment and then just experience a run at a whole different level I mean it's just when you say it's so much more gratifying and intense the experience we get from that
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, for me, it's always what you were describing for yourself, it kind of almost sounds like you were using running as punishing yourself for like maybe eating too much or wanting to eat something in the future. So for me, running has always been about, I guess, in the beginning, it was about getting away from something. But then Mm -hmm. it was really quickly, it was just like, this feels so good. So now, I guess, yeah, I think I always running has just been therapeutic for me. So it's always been a little bit different. It's nothing that I've had to do. I do different type of exercise that I'm, you know, like I have to get this kind of exercise in this many days a week. But for me, running has always just been the thing that I get to enjoy. So yeah. Nice. nice. So, so mm-hmm. it gets more difficult as you add distance.
0: <laughs> sure. Yeah. And that's what makes it so great in a way that we can you know if we can do that. I mean, I remember now that you mentioned it it's so funny, what it brings up for me was over the summer where I had a lot more time. I had followed on the Garmin plan a 10k, but it was by Galloway. And here I am thinking, well, if you're training for a 10k, you're probably not going to run a whole lot of distance. You're not going to go much past the 10k. Well, little did I know that in this training plan, you run almost a half marathon in one of the runs, right? And it was, Uh.
1: (laughs) I know I was not, (laughs) it was, I would not have expected that. I would have thought you (laughs) topped out at 10k. Yeah. (laughs) No, no, no.
0: So it was animals one day and it was 800 meters. And so we had gradually built into it and you can only see a week out on the plan. And it was a 13 week long plan. And so the day before, you know, I gradually build up with like four times 800, six times 800, eight times 800. (laughs) The next time I looked, I had 16 times 800 meters. And I was like, how does anybody do that 16 times? Because Uh so the mindset in it that's so interesting is that it would have been so easy to say, sure, I'll go out for a run and I'll clock, you know, whatever boils down to becoming 12 miles. And I could easily do that by just running out six miles and turn around and come back six miles. And so, you know, basically not staying true to the content of the training plan, only the distance, right. But I really wanted that experience, you know, of having that discipline in the moment of seeing what does it take? Right. (laughs) So what I did, because where I live, it's so hilly that, you know, I have about a mile that's that's fairly flat. After that, I'm in hills, right. And I knew that there was no way I was going to be able to stay remotely close to the desired time that the training plan also gave me so I decided to run back and forth 16 times on the same little stretch <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not a track runner and I'm not a treadmill runner one of the big draws for me is to see the countryside right I live where it's yeah. very gorgeous in Wyoming right um and that's you know of course that can be viewed also as well, that's a nice distraction. then, right, that's what keeps me going. So anyway, so while here I was running back and forth 16 times, it was, you know, you you know what inside when you just kind of accomplish something that you assume was outside, you know, even something you could do, like running your first marathon will be right, or half marathon, for instance, right? Yeah, it's when we do these things, it's just so I completely lost my try of train of thought here (laughs) I wanted to bring it up but bringing the mind into it like this and coaching like you're talking about you're doing coaching the mind in the moment and how what thought can I think now what thought you know will keep me motivated to doing what I'm doing and and for me for so long and maybe let me know how this resonates with you for exercise in the past for me and like you you said it used to be punishment it also used to be a lot of negative thoughts you know I would tell myself, oh, come on, you can do it or kick my own butt, or talking negatively about myself or comparing me to others that that do better, right? And so it was always a negative enforcer. And it's, you know, sure. I mean, you can put, I can, I have lived that life and pushed myself with a lot of negative thoughts. And I can do it, but it's just not gratifying. It's not soul expanding, right? So that day on the (laughs) 16th, 800 meter repeats, it was a lot of, well, what the fuck can I think now? (laughs) That can benefit me. (laughs) So yeah, I encourage Uh, anybody to try a 16 times 800 meter there. Yeah. Anyways, what would you say the podcast
1: has taught you? Has it taught you anything? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think the podcast has taught me to, to enjoy my runs just Mm -hmm. to focus on that. But something I had mentioned in the group is how frustrated I I can get when I'm done with a run and I know that I could have done better or just, you know, if I've done better in the past and then for whatever reason this day, I just really struggled. It can be like really defeating. And then you were, you had talked to me a little bit about how are you measuring your success? Like what's the metric in which you're measuring what made this run successful or not? And probably it was after that conversation maybe that I got into the podcast. I was like, she's got some little nuggets. She's got some gems I need to go check (laughs) out because that was really, that was a really good one for me is like, how am I measuring this as, okay, this was a successful run. This wasn't a successful run. This was good and I did get here, but today I didn't do good. So I think I've just learned just to enjoy my runs and to take them for what they are. I'm not a robot. I'm a human. When I show up for something, it's going to look different than it did the day before. And sometimes it'll be similar and sometimes it won't. And that's okay because there's all these external things that are happening. But when you stay consistent, you do find that, you know, you get the results for sure. And your training comes into play and your body definitely gets stronger. Mm -hmm. But there's oftentimes where you're just... You don't repeat perfection day after day, that's just very unrealistic, so I think the podcast and you have taught me just to enjoy my runs like quit oh, making yes. it a stressful thing it really doesn't have to be right it shouldn't be you should be doing you should be doing this for fun, literally everything else is stressful. this right. should be a fun thing, <laughs> yeah so oh, yeah,
0: that's, that's so good, and that's really one of the biggest things for me that's been such a learning curve and something that I'll you know, continue to learn the rest of my life is to choose, you know, joy, happiness, positivity, abundance, and look for those and continue to cultivate those right as, Mm -hmm. as a way of getting better in what I'm doing. Because as I mentioned, just before, it used to be the opposite. It, It used to be me thinking that it had to be negativity that kind of drove me to do things right. And it's a mind shift getting to where you're comfortable with understanding the things that that you can stay in the happy, and that you don't have to look for the next unhappy, you know, assuming that it will come, right, and wait for the next negativity, or, you know, like you were saying, comparing one run to another, and always looking for whether it's regression or, or something, right, because it's just a, what I find is just the way that we are almost conditioned as a society. Sometimes we're almost
1: afraid of happiness, probably. right? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Happiness can feel a little bit more challenging than being unhappy. So yeah, that's yeah. probably right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're always can...
1: we're always chasing happiness. Mm-hmm. We don't have to chase it. You can just be, right. be present and, and find your happy. There Let you go go. Of that. And like Let you said, go choose all the other stuff.
0: Yeah, exactly. Choose, choose the happiness, right? Let it in and and stay in it. And I think when you were saying to enjoy my runs is so good. I I played around with the tagline like "Love yourself to happier runs," and I think it holds so much value, right? Because the more we like us ourselves, the happier we're going to feel, right? In our yeah. runs, not just our runs, but in anything we do, of course, right? But running is a good way of of seeing immediate results I think like you're seeing also right yes
1: I think so one of one of my I don't know if you would call it a mantra I don't know what you would call it but I always perfect is great but done is better so I always feel really happy once I've just done and completed the task I am a checklist type of person (laughs) so I really I really like I really like things to be done when I think that to me that is a happy run when it's done Mm-hmm. And so, and now I've just taken that, that competitiveness out of it and been like, it doesn't have to look like this. It doesn't have to be a certain time, mm-hmm. you know, not every mile has to be a certain time. It doesn't have to be a certain distance. Though so I'm in a training plan. So yes, I am working towards certain distances, but when there's been days that I couldn't do it, like this past week, my knee was hurting me. I, I didn't, I didn't log my miles and that kind of right. stunk. but I got back to it today and yeah. I'm, I'm just as happy.
0: Yes, That's so good. That's so good. There is part in the book that I love to quote from which is Dina Castor's book, Let Your Mind Run, where she talks about she's doing something a little similar to what, what you were describing, because even professional athletes, of course, will do it too, right? And they don't always continue to just climb upward and whatnot. And she has a point in her book where she talks about comparing herself to previous years and her coach then just kind of reminds her to run the season she's in. And I think I even did a podcast on this one because I really liked it you so did. much because, yeah, <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> you did. Yeah, because she's, you know, what does it do to us when we start comparing ourselves to previous run we've done or even other people, right? It just doesn't serve us in the moment, right? So always run the season we're in right now and what that looks like. It's just, yeah, it just serves us so much better.
1: So. Absolutely
0: nice well what kind of content would you like more of on the podcast
1: well first of all i love everything i love it when you interview i can't believe you had dina castor on here i thought that was incredible i was so excited for you knowing from the previous podcast how (laughs) what big of a fan you were that you got (sighs) to interview her i was like yeah, she is. She is a happy person. That yes. probably felt like a big a Man. big
0: thing. Um, yeah, it <laughs> felt like a really big thing. And she's so gracious. She was like, I would absolutely love to do that. I love to spread this message. So that was incredible. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I can only imagine. I would love anything since your focus is on the mind, but you always speak often of mind body connection. I would love mm. anything about Nutrition, hydration, gear, all that type of thing. Cause I feel like there's a lot that I don't, I don't know. I feel like I've been doing it maybe just so amateur and leisurely just for fun, which is fine. You know, there's all types mm-hmm. of runners, but I find everything so useful. I guess I'm just learning everything. <laughs> so
0: yeah. Awesome. Yeah,
1: the body part. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, that's a, that's a good idea. I will definitely look into more of that. So cool. It's been so great, Beth, chatting with you, getting to know you a little more. Thank you. Yeah. So you've got, just tell the listeners what you've got coming up in two weeks before we sign off.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So in two weeks, yeah, I'm super excited. I will be doing the rock and roll half marathon in Nashville. So it's going to feel like a big accomplishment for me. It'll be my first half. And I've got I've got two young kiddos, so they're 10 and 12. So my parents are actually coming in from Florida and they will be there at the finish line with my kids, which I'm super excited about. And I'm just really excited. I can't wait to get my medal. I can't wait to do the race. I'm really interested because I run alone all the time. I'm really interested to find how it affects me being in a crowd. So
0: yeah. I love that you're saying that. Yeah, no. And yeah, being a role model to your kids and whatnot. On the note that you run by yourself, I do all my runs by myself also. And here's what I can share that so it just gives a certain vibration in the body when you get to the starting line and everybody starts crossing and, you know, yours uh-huh. is a big race. So I'm sure there's going to be, I don't know, thousands probably, right? It's like horse hoofs almost right on, on cobblestones or something. There's a very distinct sound and, and almost vibration you can feel in your body. It's pretty cool is what I've noticed with the races that I've run. It carries you that adrenaline from all the people will carry you also. So
1: I have a feeling I'm going to be addicted. I just have this feeling. (laughs) Like I I mentioned, I'm competitive. Uh, Yeah. I already run faster when cars (laughs) (laughs) pass. I feel like when I'm in a crowd and amongst really incredible runners, that it's probably just going to make me push and have a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so good. I wish you the best of luck. And I can't wait to not only see the pictures, but but read your race recap because I'm sure it's going to be amazing.
1: I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> I already yeah. know it because it's yeah. just going to, yeah, it's going to feel like a big thing. I decided to train for the half after feeling like in a really weak low point, And I'm like, you know what? Running always makes me feel really powerful and really good. I think I'm just going to take it to a next level. Nice. And this is how I'm going to take care of myself right now. So I think it's going to feel like a really big accomplishment. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. I'm getting chills. <laughs>
1: I'm
0: I'm oh, excited, so yeah. yeah. And you've got your family coming up and your kids coming out. That's, that's amazing. They'll be there cheering yeah. for you. How fun. Yep. All right. Well, very cool. Any last minute things before we, we sign off? Yeah, I, I, oh, so. I have a question for you. I was almost about to forget <laughs> to ask you. I have a quote that I really Love it used to be a quote that we used in Oh, I have two things for you that we use in train for a half marathon, but it's not anymore. It's a quote by Ambie Burfoot. And it says as you run you become. Talk to me a little bit about that for you.
1: Well, first of all, I love it because whatever (laughs) podcast it was that you did when you, you read like, was it 21 or something quotes, Mm -hmm. or I can't remember how many it was, but it was a lot lot. like inspiring quotes. I had my phone out and I felt like it's in saved as a note of the ones that really stuck with me. And that was, that was my number one. And yeah, as I run, i become, it's like such a big, powerful quote, but yes, it is so true. And I completely connect to it as i am running i am becoming the next and the best version of myself i feel like i'm strengthening myself i'm envisioning myself like even just today i was noticing how when i first started my training and my running my runs were getting longer how i would really struggle with like how am I going to do this next mile like how am I going to get to this next mile and now as I'm running I literally like I will look at the top of the hill and I will feel like I belong at the top of that hill because I have to mm-hmm. all this damn time and effort in and I have, like, I have become it. I am a runner. Like, there's no reason I can't get to that top of the hill, and, and I'm doing it, and I'm doing the thing. So that quote, to me, just means that. exactly what it says. I As you're running, you are becoming, you are, are absolutely evolving into, yeah. I don't know, a bigger person, Come I Well, I agree. Like I said, then... running just makes me feel so powerful, and because of that coaching aspect that it really takes in order for you to do it, that self-coaching yeah, It just really makes me feel strong.
0: Yeah. It's much more than just physical strength, right? It's, it's, and as you said earlier, also, I mean, running is really a mental sport, even though people think it's a physical sport, but yeah, that strength that it takes in my mind, it, it just is a vehicle for, you know, continued expansion of, of where you can go. Right. It's, it's such a great tool for that. I did want to bring it back to you. Said you, you found the Facebook group "Train for a Half Marathon." It's not an original name for a group.
1: (laughs) I came up with, but that's perfect because I stumbled upon it. So there's so many people. Like I said, I didn't know what I was getting into, but it's been a wonderful surprise. So it's maybe wonderful that you have it as something Mm -hmm. so simple because they're getting a lot more. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you should keep it like that because it's easy to search for.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And and you know, that's really what it is all you know, I it started out originally being an accountability group for me for having to train for a half marathon in the winter. And as I said, I trained by myself and I was thinking, hmm, how can I surround myself with more people? (laughs) And what do you know? Within a week I think there were like five hundred people or a thousand people in the group. Oh my
1: God.
0: Um, Yeah. So that was pretty cool. You know, runners are just a special group of people typically great attitude and somebody said it really well about out of races that that a lot of you'll see so many people with smiles on their faces right out of yeah out of running races so it's a cool sport for for those people that aren't doing it they should consider it i think (laughs) they should consider (laughs) it. so all right beth it's been such a pleasure chatting to you thank Thank you you for coming on so
1: I will see Absolutely. you. Absolutely. I love in that. Group.
0: Cool. Thank you so much. So if running is our practice ground and we can turn every experience into fuel, then we can transfer it to the rest of our life and positively impact our whole world. Just one run at a time.